What is the crack, people? We are back. B2B Sports episode three of season three. Uh, Sam is here, as always. Always. Slightly less Wi-Fi issues this week. It's working a little yeah. bit better. We've actually been able to get camera working. It's, it's on the rise. Um, got got a bit better to set up today. But um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. It might drop out, might not. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll see, how, we'll see what the crack is. Football, football, mate. Let's jump into a little bit of a Premier League recap because there was, well, I don't know, like four or five games on at the weekend. Not many at all. Um, obviously, some postponed because of the funeral for some reason. Yeah. Um, really why? Uh, the big, mainly the big teams didn't play except from City. Mm. And well, just, they still look good, don't they? Harley, yeah. Good robot thing. Uh, honestly, I don't I don't understand how Luke doesn't have him in his fantasy team. Why? Is it Luke? Um I think it's Luke. But yeah, just I, I don't how he's gonna be scoring every single week. Um eleven yeah, goals. Just eleven goals we've got already. In like, seven games. Harry Kane's on about six. I think he's second in the yeah. race. So it's a it's a joke, mate. Absolute joke. Um, Arsenal look good as well. Three of uh, yeah. three nil win. Yeah, not so bad. Um, Jesus scoring. Um, yeah, they they look pretty good. They I do think they they've well been top of the league. Um, I do think they've had a bit of a an easier run for the first seven games of the season. They haven't played. They obviously played us, which you would think would be a an easy game, but um, we came away with a win there, and that, that was probably their first big test. Mm. Um, so. I don't see them keeping up with all like this, these wins and top of the table. I think City will overtake them. Um, but yeah, they're doing very well. The, yeah. the games they need to win, they're winning. So. Yeah, I think I agree. I think they've, they've had an easy run. I know every game is difficult. Um, yeah. But yeah, in terms of schedule, they have had probably the easier one of the, of the top six. Um, but they have handled injuries well. You know, Odegaard's been out and they had that new Brazilian geezer that just came in and scored a 25-yard screamer into the bottom corner. So, um, yeah, I'll take that. Um, but, yeah, and also I'll take uh, Saliba. Cheers, mate, for your header because I've got him on a fantasy team and he bagged me some serious. <laughs> I did I did surprisingly well in fantasy. I, I didn't make any changes for this weekend. Yeah, you had Zero like changes. seven players playing. Well I, or, well, I made changes, but a week before that I knew that the games were being called off. So I already made the changes, so I couldn't do anything about it. And then I only had seven players playing, but still managed to get 48 or something points. So I'm, I'm happy with that. Not bad. Not bad. I, um, I had a pretty good week for the first time in a few weeks. I made my two free transfers and I got 74 points, I think it was. So, which was pretty good. I think quite a lot of people had relatively high scoring weeks. I don't think there was anyone below 40, really, this yeah. week. Um, but our league's bunched up a bit. I think Luke put in our group chat that he's like, he's like I think there's like 35 points between all four of us. It's close. It is close. Um, I lost the number one spot, but basically because I didn't get many, I had some players playing, but uh, I'll be taking it back soon enough. Yeah, Ben, to be fair, has got first, so fair play to him. Um, but it's a long season, so. So United City this weekend. So this weekend is it? Well, oh. this next. Oh no, it's international, isn't it? International. Yeah, sorry. The yeah. Next, next game is United City. Huge game, huge game. Uh, United always seem to turn up against City. Well, they did in the the Solskjaer yeah. era. Yeah, we had Oli. It was uh, it was fine. Uh, we won. I don't understand that, but uh, we won almost every time we played. I mean, if Martinez pockets Haaland, then people can start, you know, really bigging him up. But if, you know, he's got a big task to try and stop him. I hope he does. But yeah, that's going to be some some task there. I saw um, I saw a little clip of Haaland when he was uh, playing against Wolves and he was making a run through um, for the for Kevin De Bruyne or someone to play a through ball through to him. And he literally just like, Shove someone out of the way, yeah. Like, put two hands on his back and just get out of the way. 
And yeah, I feel like it'd be quite funny if he's up against five foot eight Martinez. But uh, uh, yeah, it'd be an interesting battle. But um, I mean, he did quite well against him in the. I think they played against each other in Champions League. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Martinez did pretty well. Um, I quite, I mean, it's annoying, but I quite, I quite like Harland. He's quite yeah. nice. He's quite a cool character, and the yeah, fact Harland, that he's yeah. coming Premier League is absolutely destroying it. Yes, it's City, but still, he's. <laughs> I haven't seen really seen a striker do this for a very long time. You see him just just strolling about this town, the city centre. Just I think so. Yeah. Filming him, he just. <laughs> They're saying you're on the wrong side of Manchester. He was like, they all love you, and he just kept walking. <laughs> was like, yeah, that's yeah that's I, like him. I like him a lot actually. So, um, also, did you see the Spurs Leicester result? That was pretty mad. Absolutely mad. I mean, Leicester had probably one of their best halves of football they've had in a while. Was it two uh, in half time? Yeah, and then Spurs just bought Sun on, and he went ham. <laughs> did it, what is it like? Hat trick in what? Fifteen. Thirteen minutes. minutes? Thirteen. Yeah. Something like that. Unreal. Bit. Now finishes as well, mate. Left foot, yeah. right foot, can do anything. Would you? Would you? Would you say that that Danny Ward could have done better though? He's he's looking like prime Kepper back in the day with yeah not he's, not he's, saving anything. He's not doing great. I mean, he's been given like quite a good opportunity to prove himself, seeing as they just got rid of um, Schmeichel. But in doing that, like getting rid of Schmeichel, he was arguably one of the best keepers in the league. Mm. And he's not, Danny Ward's not really lived up to the hype. It's, that was such a strange decision, though, because Schmeichel's departure was, like, if I can remember, that was quite late on in the transfer. Really late. And then really, really. Danny Ward's always been a backup keeper. So unless they saw something that we didn't, or unless they just didn't sign a keeper in time, like, I don't know, it just seems seems weird to me. I mean, I think I mean, I mean, think it goes in with what Leicester have done the whole, the whole summer is they just didn't, Really want to buy anyone? Mm. Uh, they, they like. I'm, I don't know if that, that's um, Brendan Rodgers' fault. He seemed to be in the frame of mind that he wasn't being supported. Um, so was that Leicester's? Like Leicester, just they weren't they weren't giving him the backing for any of his signings that he wanted. Um, and they haven't got anyone, and they've let people go, and it, it's yeah. just it's not working at all. Fafana, Fafana let go. They were flirting with letting go Tielemans and yeah. uh, and Madison as well. So I don't know what their strategy was there, but it didn't seem to. Because they got a lot of money for Fafana, and I like they have to they have to get somebody in in January oh, for sure, for sure. Otherwise, I don't see them staying up. I don't even see them winning at this point. No, no, no. Also, um, shout out Fulham. They were, was it one 0 down at Nottingham Forest, and then they came back to win um, two three without a Mitrovic goal either. So. Yeah, fair play. And then William got an assist. I even forgot he just signed for Fulham. He's from yeah, Chelsea true. to Arsenal to Fulham. He's just going down yeah. the London clubs. <laughs> What's next? Bit, yeah, very, very, very weird trajectory for yeah. William. Um, especially when he got what did he get? He got four assists on his on his um, debut oh, for Arsenal. Right. Something crazy, yeah, something crazy like that. Um, but yeah, no, he's not. He's not really lived up to the hype either. Um, but Fulham are doing pretty well, surprisingly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We definitely see them staying up. I mean, you, you, if you look at the league table, a lot of the teams that you expected to be rock bottom have picked up and got points. I mean, yeah. if you look at the table now, Leicester's bottom with one point. <laughs> so... It makes sense um, for a Leicester team that recently won the FA Cup. Yeah, man. But very, if it, it seems very odd, their kind of fall from grace has been extremely quick. Um, I know obviously they won the league, but then they were up there for a while, they were in the top 10. Yeah, man, yeah, uh, they, yeah. Uh, but yeah, now, now they haven't even won a game and it, they, they're really struggling. Also, um, shout out to the um Arsenal youngster, was it Nathan? Nathan, something, but he he came yes. on, he was like the youngest. Premier League player ever, 15, like 15, 15 years old in like 100 odd days or something ridiculous, but he's mad. 
I mean, that's wrong. unpopular opinion, but you know, everyone was raving about him coming on making his debut, youngest ever. But he came on on the 90th minute, and I don't don't actually think he got touched about. So. Honestly, exactly, I don't understand. That's not it's not a debut. It's not a debut unless you play ten minutes at least. <laughs> Is that your at least get five touches. I think that should five be the cool. Okay. Because otherwise it's just it's just an appearance. Like he's he's been he was in the stadium. They were basically playing with ten men if he didn't get a yeah, touch. Yeah. And, and also, like why why are you letting why is a fifteen year old playing? What what is the reason? Like obviously he's a really good footballer, but he's playing against like thirty four year olds. It's like <laughs> Sunday league. It's like Sunday league, but the Sunday league teams you're playing are Premier League standard. So these thirty four year olds are the best footballers in the world. Yeah, like he's going to get bodied as a fifteen year old. He's not because he's not huge. He's, no, not, he's, he's not like a Lukaku fifteen year old. No, which is a different breed of fifteen year old. <laughs> so I I I don't really understand. Why they brought him on? Obviously, I get that you know there was a gap in that squad with Odegaard being out, but yeah, for me, it just seems a bit of a pointless. You know, you know, yeah. you three nil up. There was no need to time waste. Um, you know, but they away from home as well. I, th- I thought they were from, they might have been away from home, which again, he doesn't get the, you know, the Arsenal crowd giving him. Yeah. A- not. It just seemed it was a little bit strange, but fair play to the lad. I, you know, I can't. Yeah, no, I, call in. I, I, if I was asked not, and to, to play, I would. Like, I'm not, I, I don't think there's any slight on him. He's he's taken his opportunity by the scruff of the neck, and I think that's great. I just think it's a very weird call for Arsenal to bring on a 15 year old. Yeah, <laughs> strange. Um, yeah. Um, did you see Monza? Um, I saw bits of it again. I don't know why. Yeah, they, <laughs> they beat. Juventus, so they've got their first ever Serie A win, and they beat yeah they beat Juve one 0 So again, Juve. mate, I was looking out oh, for this for this podcast. I was looking for Serie A, mate. Serie A is the league to watch right now. Um, Juve eighth, so you got Milan, AC Milan fifth, Roma sixth, Inter seventh, Juventus eighth. There's seven points that separate. Um, first ninth. You've got Atalanta that are up there. I think they're second. I think you've got Napoli top. Um, and then you've got Jose Mourinho getting sent off yet again. Always, <laughs> mate. He's prime pantomime villain. Like he's literally. I watched. I watched some clips of the Roma game, and mate, I don't know what he was doing. He was like, I think Roma were like. Um, Rome had a shout at a penalty and he comes storming onto the pitch throwing his hands up in the air going mental and he had to be like like calmed down and like you know, told to get off and got another red card but I don't know how many red cards he's got now but bro too many calm down that's what he wants it's just so passionate in Italy and in Rome he just he just he just has to <laughs> just needs to chill out though because uh, again, there's this argument for Jose that he makes it the Jose show. Like yeah. his team are one nil down against Udinese, I think it was. Um, but you know, he takes away the emphasis of the players and, and the game, and yeah. puts it on him, and he does it time and time again. Like I don't know why he needs to do that, but no. But I suppose sometimes, if, like if the game's not going too well, and like the players might need like a break from, I don't know. He kind of takes the emphasis off the players. True, true that. Help them, but yeah, it's 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 odd that he's had to be sent off so many times. <laughs> but he's just he's just prime entertainment. I I think he's great. Yeah, and also shout out um, the Baller and Tammy Abraham. I think they're linking up quite well. Um, and I like Very well. them as a duo. To be fair, um, we've got a little bit of a segment here because international break at the minute. Um, we've got England playing Italy and Germany, I think, this this week. I, I have no idea. I don't. I don't understand. Like, yeah, international breaks just annoy me. Yeah, internet. Yeah, the international break with you know. Usually we don't film an international break, but we just thought we'd get back into the swing of things, I guess. But yeah. um, we had such a massive break over the summer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, we thought that because pretty much all of the World Cup kits, I think, have been released, um, we thought we'd... At least the home ones, I think. Yeah, we thought, all the... yeah we thought we'd go through each group and rank our pretty much favourite kit and maybe least favourite if you got one. Um, I definitely have a favourite kit that stands out to me by far of all of them, but I'll, I'll let you know what that is when we go through them. But, um, all right, first group is Group A, obviously. Group A. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Qatar. See, I'm... I think Qatar's one is their home kit is a bit boring. Mm. Yeah, but I really like their away kit. Yeah, it's a nice color that away kit. It's kind of like mm. a um, I don't know what you call it, like a creamy kind of color, and it's got it almost looks like it's barbed wire. I'm not gonna lie, as I zoomed in, it <laughs> looks like barbed wire like pattern in it. About that now with their like the regime they have in Qatar. Yeah. But... Yeah, it's a, it's a bold choice. Not really. <laughs> um, but no, I, I quite like I like the colour and uh, and the and, and the design. To be fair, yeah. to be fair, I think yeah. that, home, that home one I think is a bit a bit boring. And and I and I'm one hundred percent against um, emblems in the centre of a shirt. Are you? I don't like it. I don't know why. Yeah, um, I'd I much prefer the away kit than the home. I mean, the the home, to be fair, give it its due. I like the sleeves. I like the little jaggedy bits. You're like a jaggedy yeah. That adds a little bit to it, makes it not so bland. But yeah, all right, all right, start for Group A. Ecuador. Um, I'm, I'm liking this kit. This is saucy, mate. <laughs> this is a, a beautiful yellow. Like, yeah. that is... Almost like a gold yellow, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, the, the 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 badge is beautiful. Um, don't even mind that it's, that it's like made by Marathon. Like that's fine. But that, that's like a like a tire print. It, yeah, everything about it is delightful. I looked at that and I was like, well, Marathon. Like, where, what kit make is like that? <laughs> like, where's that come from? Um, but it's uh, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, I agree. Top kit. I, w- I prefer the away kit than, than the yellow. Um, to me, before we were, I'm in an arm about whether to do top three or bottom three, but if we are still doing that, I would put Ecuador's kit in my top three kits. I yeah. think it was, I think it the was. Away, one. Yeah, the blue one, the away one. Yeah. I mean, it looks, it looks sick. Kind of looks tribal yeah. almost. And it, uh, yeah, yeah, I just love the pattern. Love the pattern. Yeah, right. Yeah. I agree. Right, um, what is next? Senegal. Oh, um, I I'm confused by this one. I think the first that their home kit is fine. Um, not much. It, it, lo- it looks a bit like they've just thrown an emblem onto the top of their shirt and then le- left it at that. <laughs> uh, their, their flag, but yeah, I, I think that's fine. Nothing wrong with it. Um, their away kit. I I can't I can't decide whether I like it or not. Is when I originally look at it, I'm like, that's nice. I like the colour. Yeah. And then, like, it's got the, the box thing that if you look at it too quickly, you'd have no idea it has the first three letters of Senegal in it. It just looks like a box. That's very true. And I've got, a th- yeah, I agree, mate. Puma's kits, there's a few that kits that are like this that have got a box. What's still this box thing about? I don't get it. I don't know whether in person, the, like the the SEN or whatever, is going to be a bit more prominent. But yeah, it looks just looks odd, mm. um, and it looks too far. It looks like it. The it looks like a an emblem that should be just like smaller and where the country flag would would normally yeah. go. Yeah. Um, yeah, I find it. I find it very odd. Yeah, me too. I rate the home kit. Of- more than than the away just purely because i don't really know what's going on with the box but yeah um netherlands now netherlands some might know what i'm about to say here but ollie yeah i feel like you're not gonna like this one i don't like orange and that is the grimmest orange 
I have ever seen in my life, mate. I did again bottom three. This was bottom by far. What is that? And yeah. it looks like it's like a a velvety kind of material. I don't know, obviously, if it comes across that when when you yeah. put it on, but it almost looks velvety. But mate, getting the bin. That's what I say. For that. <laughs> I mean, orange. Orange is my favorite color, but it's it is hard to. It's not. I don't think it's the worst kit. Um, it is an odd choice for an orange kit. Uh, the design is a bit weird. Um, yeah, it's hard to defend that, really. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, their, their away kit just is boring. Yeah, it's all right. It's just meh. Just all right. Just a, a kit you design on, on your computer that you haven't actually done anything to yet. <laughs> Group uh, B, England. Um, what are you saying? Bye, I, I need to see it on, I think. Mm. But I'm not loving it. The, the home kit. I, I think the away kit's much better. I like a collar. Yeah, I think the, the away kit, they've gone for the, the blue and red. They've gone for like almost like retro kind of vibes, like Gascoigne sort of era kind of vibes. But to me, that home kit screams Fabio Capello era. It screams horrendous. It screams losing to Iceland. It's I don't know, just that horrendous era of like Capello and Roy Hodgson. I don't know, just awful. Not for me. I, 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 I don't. I'm, I'm not with it. I don't think yet. I mean, I, I think the the design of the colours, kind of going from dark blue to light blue, would have been really nice. Just not the way they've done it. No, no, not not a fan. Iran. What are you saying about Iran? I quite like this one. Oh, I quite like the kind of swoop from red into green. Um, I I think I prefer the red away kit rather than the white one. You don't mind it. I, I'm not a fan. It's just copy and paste. Home and away. Hmm. It's exactly the same. It's, it's all right. Did you expect more from Iran? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you've had all this time to make a kit four years, and uh, that's... <laughs> I mean, they didn't qualify four years ago. Oh, true, true. You've had even, um... longer... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think the next kits, USA, have almost the two worst kits going. Wow, yeah, okay. D deep dive into why these two are so bad, then what are you saying? The home kit, the white, mm. looks like an ice hockey jersey and is just incredibly boring. Yeah. I mean, only now when I'm thinking about it, it looks like it could be a, a New England Patriots shirt. Yeah, it's fair. I don't know why you're right. As I said that, I was like, actually, it looks... But I think the design is bad. The colours are good. The design is bad. And then their away kit is just... I don't know what it is. Bro, what, is what is that? That is literally, they've just gone a gun camo. Uh, that's mm. it. And it is, it is really reminding me of the NFL logo. It just is because the blue and yeah. the blue and red. Um, and again, it's that theme of the logo being in the middle for you, isn't it? Uh, yeah, just not a fan. Yeah, I, I mean, the white needs to be in the middle. Yeah, I agree. They're not great. Um, Wales, I don't mind the Wales home kit. Um, and away kit's probably better. Again, I like what's on the. Yeah, I think they've done quite well. And I like also one thing to mention about the Adidas kits. I like that that, that it's literally just the three stripes. Mm. That's it. I don't know why it just looks it just looks sick to me. Yeah, I, I think it's I think they're really good. Group C, Argentina. Flavor. No. These are some sexy kits. This is this is a bit spicy. Um, obviously you've got classic home kit. Yep. Um, again, Adidas. I like the black three stripes and the Adidas logo yep. there. Um, the away kit is pretty sexy. I can't literally or literally flames. Yeah, flames, flames. Um, I yeah, I think that's such a nice kit. Um, something it's different. Um, even the design around the flames like the actual design on the shirts like like the stripes and stuff is 
is really nice and, and yeah the color i think they're Argentina quite regularly do nice kits and i yeah. think they've done well right here again that's a nine out of ten for me that is that's mm. pretty i rate that um yeah. saudi arabia what are you saying um it's different mm. it's certainly different I, I think again i prefer their away to their home the home one is a, just a bit of a eyesore i think the home one do you know what they've tried to do they've tried to replicate in, um nigeria uh, yeah and they the fell short <laughs> um but a nightmare um yeah i think it's fine i don't i don't i don't think i hate it but i don't think i love it yeah same here another meh kit really to be honest yeah um same as their away as well it's just yeah. not really a lot to report about um yeah. Mexico. Um, I think I think this one could be potentially the best two kits going. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, a pairing, they're pretty good. They are pretty good. Yeah. Um, both, Individually, amazing. Both different as well. That's mm. Not just copying and pasting, they've just gone for alternate colours. They've gone for a completely different vibe. Yeah. So. And I, I, that's great. They've, they've done it really well. Like the green, the Mexico green is always awesome. Um, but the like the sharp design they have, and and with the red on their shoulders, just delightful, mm. absolutely delightful. Um, and their away kit, that design is just something else. That's mate. I don't know what it is. It looks like hieroglyphics, but mm. <laughs> I'm into it. I like it. it. Must be like some sort of like Inca stuff. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, and I mate, I agree. I agree. Um, for me, I think the away kit just edges it out of the two because it's so different. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mate, hands down, another. I'd say another nine out of ten. Yeah, another nine out of ten. I think. Yeah. Poland. Um, uh, you go. go I'm, I'm quite happy with these two. I think these are two solid bit for for. Two kits that are very minimalist, both solid. Mate, and that, I was just about to agree, mate. Minimal as minimalist kits go, mate, mm. you don't I don't think you get much better. I like the mm. I like the pattern on the on the, the on the shoulders of the home kit. And again, the away kit. I like the minute uh, the just the simplistic sort of neck and sort of sleeves. Yeah. I like that. Can't go wrong. Yeah. I think they've gone we'll just make a, a decent kit. Leave it at that. We're, we're doing special, yeah. but yeah. it's still a, a seven, eight out of ten kit. Yeah. France, Group D. I think for me, for France, these are a bit boring. Okay, fair enough. I, I like them, but I think yeah, I just there's nothing. nothing they're not doing anything for, anything for me. I do like, I can't lie, I do like the home kit. I like the, the dark blue and gold. I think that looks really good. But, you know, we've seen this before. I swear we have. I swear mm. we've seen like this style of kit before. Like maybe just swap up the, the gold with white and it's practically probably the same. I think I'm pretty sure it was their last World Cup kit. So, yeah, but it's not doing anything for me. I think it's, it's typical France, like, I feel like it's we've we like you said we've seen it before, um, and the away kit has quite a nice design in it. I'm trying to uh, see what is that. I have no idea. I don't know what. I, I can't tell whatsoever. I'm guessing it'd be like famous places in France or something like that. Mm. But yeah, I I can't tell. Yeah, I mean, eight out of ten for me. To be fair, I don't mind it. I think it's alright. Yeah. It's yeah. Um, Australia now come on lads right we know you're good at rugby but we don't expect the flipping kits to translate as over as well yeah. away kit right if you see that in, if you see that in sports direct you're saying that's a rugby kit there's no <laughs> way that's a football kit at all I mean the gold the the gold the uh, the sort of yellowy gold sort of home kit um, again there's not a lot going for it. It's just that weird sort of pattern again. It's like the Netherlands one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, 
purely on that away kit basis, he's getting a, he's dropping a two out of ten for me. Like that cool. It it is a bad it is a bad um, away kit. It just looks like again randomly generated kit. It's awful yeah. at the same time. Yeah, uh, yeah, not doing anything for me that one. Denmark, what are you saying? Love it. Do you that red, that, that red kit? I think with the, I don't know, I don't know how it will look in person, but having the both the logos in the same dark red, so it's all like a almost like a camo kit. Um, I quite like, and I like the red, um, and the fact they do it in all in all three of them, I find quite cool. Um, although I do find it weird that the three colours, I it's. They're just kind of boring colours at the end of the day. Mate, yeah, I agree. I expected more from Denmark. I mean, similar to what we were saying about Poland, there's good simplistic and bad simplistic. And I feel like they just can't be asked. I feel like if you're on FIFA and you've just started a career mode and <laughs> you've you've got no kits whatsoever and you've got the standard boots, the standard tops, this is it. There's just nothing yeah. about it. <laughs> like, I'm a little bit disappointed, can't I? Although, having said that, the black does look pretty cool. All black. Yeah, it's like the Germany black one. Yeah, yeah. Um, they had a few a couple of years ago. But yeah, again, a bit boring, but not the worst. Yeah. Um, Tunisia, I've had to open up a new link for this. Um, Me too. Tunisia, nice pattern. Um, is that a kappa? Is that a kappa? I think it is. Yeah, a kappa kit. Um, it's all right, again bit of meh for me just seven out of ten solid yeah yeah i don't, I don't think anything too special about it but same as the uh, away it's exactly yeah. the same just in white so yeah group e espana what do you think i like it i like mm. it awake it's better for me i like that pattern wavy pattern um yeah i like I, it I, I think i prefer the home kit yeah yeah, I think they're they're kind of like deep red and gold. It's just a nice combination. They've always done it well. Yeah, and that that gives me twenty ten vibes. It does, doesn't it? Mm. Um, Villa vibes, goals galore. Yeah, right. Like Carlos Puyol just. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it gives me proper twenty ten vibes. Yeah, yeah. I think that they're, they're both solid kits. I, I do find the blue one a bit weird. I don't, I'm not sure I'm 100% about the design. I like that. I like that. But, um, we'll take it. Um, Costa Rica. That's all oh. it says. The silence. The silence oh. says it all, mate. Again, another copy and paste kit. Just mm. different colour. I mean, you can yeah. even... Come on, lads. Come even switch up the on your sleeve. Just do a different colour. Why do you <laughs> have to keep the blue, the blue on there? Now, yeah, boring, nothing, nothing, nothing to it. Germany, I think they're again knocked out of the park. Germany's home kit is a bit of me, but that kit is sick. I like it, I like it a lot. Um, I think if you're gonna, if you're gonna do an emblem in the middle, that's the way to do it. That's how you do it. And I feel like I don't know what it is, just feel like you have to pay attention and take notice. Like that seems like a powerful kit. Seems like a team yeah. is about to run you over. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. and the gold as well, the black and gold. It's like black, it. red, and yeah. So, yeah, and uh, I like that. Yeah, I like the fact that they've got the. Is that like they've got the national colours on the on the on the collar, mm. like that? And again, the away kit. I don't like it as much as the home, but it's kind of like a kind of sick pattern. I like the pattern. Mm. I like the colours. Yeah. So I think they they again knocked out of the park. The way to do it. What are you saying, rating wise for that for those? Eight and a half. Nine. Nine for me. If if I was to give individuals that that home kit's a nine point five. Now we come to the OGs of World Cup kits. To me, Japan, they smash it every single time. Single time. Every single time they smash it. Their kits are historic. You can pick mm. any of their kits out and it'll be like a vintage like number. I could I'd wear it out. 
And there's not many kits I'd say about wearing out and about. Yeah. Mate, that home kit for me, 10 out of 10. Yeah. That's it. It's clear. It's clear. It's just so good. It's so good. It's just... The design, it's, it's new. It's new, but also it feels... Like if you if you didn't know the country, you'd know it was Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that... I think yeah, it's a uh, one of a kind. Um, and their away kit is subtle, but also great. Yeah, yeah, subtle. Um, I like it's got that vintage kind of feel though on the sleeves of the triangles and the, the mm. shapes or whatever. But yeah, I like that. Not as much as a lot of mm. home kit, and also the badge, man. The badge is yeah, that badge is very cool. Big. So yeah, hats off Japan. You've won. You've won it again. Um, <laughs> no one didn't it. Group F, Belgium. Flames, bit of flaming, bit of heat. Flames, yes, but flames that look like the flames you have on the side of like a Dixie chicken. <laughs> uh, not, not they're, they're they're the wrong flames. You don't like them. Don't like the flames. No. That no, I think those flames are too. They're, they're just weird. Do you know what that is giving? That is giving um, disco, year five, mm. flame shirt, skidding, <laughs> skidding on the dance floor. Exactly. It's, it's not a football shirt, and I've, I, those flames just don't do it for me. No, I can I... quite easily give that a zero out of ten. <laughs> wow. That bad. Wow. Guy Fieri shirt, that is. Yeah, and their away kit isn't any better. The away kit is a little bit better. I do like the the, the country's sort of you know colours on the on the sleeves and the bottom. Um, again, the 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 best thing about this kit is the badge for me, but yeah. that's about it. Canada. Weird. I I it's I like it. It's minimalist again. It's just there's nothing going on. It's just red and white. Disappointed. You've been in you've you've not been in the World Cup for so long. Come on, lads, give us a bit give us a bit True. different. You know. Again, another sports direct kit for me, to be honest with you. Yeah. True. Um Morocco. Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, but still weird. Yeah, weird for me. Again, we've got this weird sort of box sort of circle shape in the middle of the away kit. Um mm. not a lot about it, to be honest. No, exactly. I think I think that's quite a one of the mill like five out of ten. Yeah. Nothing good. Yeah. Um don't really even like the, the colour red on the home kit. No. Bit of a weird red. Yeah. For me. For me, red and green just doesn't go, but each time. No. No, the only only country you can really do it is Portugal. Yeah. And that's because the deep red. Or yeah. deep red like maroon or most colour, but yeah. Croatia. I I look at this home kit and I feel like it's missing something, but I don't know what. Really? I like the home kit. I like it. I like that, that you know, you've got the, it comes with like Tetris, isn't it? Or mm. like a chessboard, half a chessboard. But I like the fact that it's just sort of, you know, it doesn't make sense. It's just kind of random. Yeah. I, I feel like something's, I feel like there's not enough checkers on the front that something should be in some of this white space. <laughs> It just feels odd. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind it. Eight out of ten for me. And the away kit, I'm not sure about the away kit, to be honest. I'm not sure about the the way the patterns just sort of I prefer that one. blur out. Like, I don't know what it is. Mm. Yeah. It doesn't kind of go with the from the from the arm sleeves to the actual like front of the shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Just weird for me. Mm. Um Brasilia. Gucci. I this give this is very kind of again like a FIFA it's what they're which is the yellow and the blue. Do do Brazil ever ever verge away from the classic all yellow and then blue? Like do they ever I don't think they ever It's just what you expect from Brazil, isn't it? Um and then to be honest, I'm not feeling that pattern on the away kit. No. It's It's a weird sort of tiger tiger kind of yeah, and there's a, there's a design on the on the home kit as well. It's quite hard to see on this screen. Um, what happened there? Um, 
so yeah, I I I feel like they're fine, but it's very samey. Yeah, yeah, me too, me too. Um, yeah, just seven out of ten for me. Just not, yeah. not a lot going. Serbia again, we're seeing this weird sort of emblem box thing in the middle. I don't know on the away kit. Um, the home kit doesn't doesn't do a lot. Although I can see Mitrovic just banging in headers with that kit. <laughs> True. True. But yeah, I, I, I don't think there's anything that stands out here. It's weird. Uh, I think the away kit's even weirder that it's just white and the gold makes it look like nothing's there. Um, the home kit is better, but the red and gold doesn't go no. well. No. And for me, Switzerland's kit as well is exactly the same. Mm. Weird box logo thing in the middle and the kits the home kit red home kit just there so oh, good cameroon uh, there isn't a kit for cameroon and that so to be so, disappointed on that one it, it says here that they're made by one all sports which is a brand that originated in motorsport all right so that could be anything who knows what so, you need that one this is it here you got it I think so, yeah. Okay, to be fair, I like that. I like the pattern on the on the sleeves. Yeah. Uh, I like that, to be fair. It's not bad. Yeah, the white green, yeah. I quite like that as well. The green away kit, I'm not sure what that logo is, though. No, there's a lot going on. Yeah, there's a lot going on there. But home kit for me is better, much better than the yeah. away. Group H, Portugal. So, I was sceptical about this home kit at first because it seemed like a weird place to put the diagonal cross um, for the different colours. However, I've now seen it on and Cristiano Ronaldo wearing it and it looks sick. Yeah, he can put, yeah, but he can pull most kits off, can't he, to be fair to him? Sure. But I, it just, yeah, it works for me. Um, with with the, um, the shorts as well, I think the shorts are all green. Oh, they it, it, it actually actually blends in really well. You don't see many many. Well, to be fair, I don't think we've seen any international kit that's just got just like half, but like cut like there. Do you know what I mean? Like split there. Um. So yeah, I'd prefer, I like that. Yeah, and I think the away kit is quite a nice design. Still got your main colours, and um, but yeah, I like the white with it. That's like, one of the better one of the better Nike kits for me. So. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Ghana. Again. Weird. Weird box thing. It feels like the sponsor's gonna go in there. What what is gonna go in there? I don't know what well, it is. It has like the three the first three letters of yeah, 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 when you zoom in. But um I I yeah, I don't know why you wouldn't put that in more more colourful letters. Oh yeah. And that I think the way it the red is weird with the yellow. I yeah, I find it odd and I think they could have done so much better with that. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, Uruguay, classic Uruguay, isn't it? Suarez yeah. is fighting people in that, in that show. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> the home kit, I, I think, is fine. Um, it's a, a standard home kit for them. But the away kit, again, I think the, the away kit is better than the other away kits that have boxes because it has the number in it. Everyone yeah. has their own number, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think if we have the number nine on the front of it, that would be a bit weird. Yeah. <laughs> Go mark the number nine. Which one? What, which one? <laughs> um, no, I, but I, I think that's the better way of doing it. And also, I, I quite like the stripes going through it. Um, so I think they've done quite well from that, from that design. And last kit of the World Cup kit ratings, South Korea. What's your rate? I I really like these. Surprisingly, I think that I don't know if it's like a red, but like a almost. I don't know, I think it. It looks like it's glowing red. Um, I think that's a new color that I've not seen on a shirt before, and I quite like it. Design, and then I can't I can't think of what the away kit is reminding me of. I think it's like bus seats. <laughs> But again, I quite like it. That's so true. Yeah, it looks like someone's just got a black top, pinned it to the wall, and just flicked paint at it. Yeah, I I actually like that. To be fair, and again, 
similar to Japan's, I think that that is one of the best badges out there. Oh yeah, definitely. So um, I def I think I like the awake it more than the home. Yeah. So. Yes, yeah, sweet mate, sweet wrapped it up. So that is all our opinions. Fans um, in the World Cup then. What's your worst rated kit? Would you say? Because mine was Oh, possibly USA. USA. Thinking USA. Yeah, I'll go with USA. Okay. Yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible. (laughs) NFL, let's fly through some sports now. Um, NFL, got to quickly talk about Vikings. Sounds very going to be ripping me. Um, But we did lose on Monday Night Football against the Eagles. Kirkland's record, 2-10. and 10. After winning two on the bounce, he was 9-0. and 0. He won two on the bounce and he's he dropped a massive L again. Um, we just weren't we just weren't at it. I watched the game again today. Um, dropped catches, didn't stop the run. Like Kirk was bad himself, yes. Yeah. But, I mean, they all were, really. Yeah. I mean, got it's like the um I can't remember who the uh cornerback against him was, but um he he got covered really well. Mate, yeah, he's decent. Very good, very good. Um and props to the Eagles, man. They look like a legit team this year. Um I like Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts yeah. is good. He can run with the ball, but he he's also got an arm as well. So mate, I just hate the Eagles, man. I hate the Eagles <laughs> and that was part of me. That was that was terrified. It was going to be another thirty-eight-seven scoreline because we didn't. I mean, it was getting there. It was getting there, wasn't it? So, um, yeah, that result has definitely brought me back down to earth for sure. Yeah. Fall from grace. Yeah. But, uh, fingers crossed, you can pick it up. We'll see. We've got Detroit, and then obviously we've got London, which we're going to be attending against the Saints, which should be a bit of a shootout. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. We watch Holly cry live. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I'll be, I'll be a mess to be honest. Um, <laughs> but Pat's, you got the win, the close game. Did, um, it's the Steelers. Steelers were without um TJ Watt, um, but yeah, played really well. Um, receivers played awesome. Nelson Aguilar had a game. Um, one hundred and ten yards. Got. Um, yeah, and just really brought it together. Um, I mean, Steelers weren't just weren't good, to be honest. Mm. Uh, Mitch Trubisky is just awful. Um, but yeah, very happy. Back one and one. It seems like we're gonna. It's kind of the season. It feels like this is where the season's gonna go. We're gonna win one, mm. lose one. Um, yeah. Hopefully, we'll go on a run like we did last year and win seven on the bounce. But. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a tentative start to the season. Yeah, back to five hundred, and then the Vikings again, and the Pats are on the same record, which it seemed to happen a lot last year. I don't know every every game we were on the same record yeah. until you went on that run. That was. Um, I don't yeah. see us, and unless we win our division, or somehow get a better um, record than Miami, I don't see, I don't think we get to playoffs this year. That's a good link, mate, because we'll talk about Miami because that was probably the best game of mm. the week. Absolutely insane. I mean, the first first play was a punt return, a very yeah. good punt return. Um, so they got off to an amazing start. I think they, they got like a 20-odd point lead. Um, mm. And then Tua came back, mate. We slate... Well, I didn't... Well, I said last week that... <laughs> that, that Tua is going to be the reason why they can't go to that next level. And... He just dropped 469 yards and six TDs on me. So yeah, he had he had a hell of a game, and they was I mean, people said that there may have been a reason they built the fastest wide receiver pair in, in the league. Um, Jalen like Waddle and Tyreek Hill, first first two receivers to both have over 150 yards and two touchdowns in a single game. I think. Yeah. Uh, so they're they're. I've got their stats here. So both of them pretty even. Both had 11 mm. receptions. Tyreek had 190 yards. 
Waddle had 171 yards, and they both had two TDs each, which is just unreal, man. Um, really, really annoying for Pat's, Pat's fan uh, that Miami had. <laughs> but um, uh, it, it's, I, I like to see that Tyreek is playing well with a team that's not the Chiefs, but it's no. annoying that because I hate playing the Dolphins. It's, mate, it's unreal, man. I feel like that deep ball is just gonna, it's just gonna be a threat for all mm. season because, bro, two of drops back into the pocket for like a second, and he throws a bomb. He doesn't have to yeah. drop back for five, like hold the ball and wait for his receivers, mate. <laughs> They're so rapid that he will drop back for one and just hoy it and then. And yeah. Be... Um, unreal, unreal game, and yeah, they got the dub with about fifteen seconds left. Um, so fair play, mate. They they look a problem. Um, Bucks Saints. There was a big fight. Mike Evans and and Lattimore. That was pretty funny. I think Lattimore was chirping at Brady, and then and then Bucks teammates stepped in, and I think Fournette got in there, and then Mike Evans just completely. Yeah, he has a bit of history with Lattimore, to be fair, didn't he? Yeah, I think they have a bit of beef together, so um, they kicked and, off. Uh, Evans has been bound for has been suspended one game. Yeah, one game it is. Yeah. Mm. Uh, uh, Cooper Rush got Dallas back to 500. He's 2 0 as a star. So yeah, yeah. if that says anything, that says that just get rid of Dak. Just go, Cooper, mm. Cooper, Cooper Rush. Honestly, man. I think that's why. I mean, I'd say no just because I've got Dak in my fantasy team and I need something to happen. Yeah. Um, but I think it's great for Cooper Rush, like just to be put in that situation. And do well. I, I really enjoy it when, like, backup QBs or backup players do really do really well. Like, like the um, T- Tyler Heineke, to oh, be, yeah, uh, for Washington, yeah, yeah. who's sick. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm hopefully he gets more more playing, even when Dak's fit again. Mm-hmm. And also, before we move away from NFL, shout out the Giants, two and zero, one of about, I think only about six undefeated teams left, mm. and mate, from being bottom for so long obviously I know their season can still fall apart but to see him 2-0 <laughs> is pretty decent to be fair yeah it's quite and they kind of go under the radar a bit mm. um, but they're playing really well surprisingly and I think it's the first time they've gone 2-0 since the infamous um, boat picture yeah yeah, yeah. So, um, good for them good for them yeah good for them although they're not particularly like the Giants but F1. There's been no um, races this week. I think they've got another couple week break before Singapore. But myself and my girlfriend managed to secure Silverstone tickets. Absolutely buzzing. General admission for the Sunday. Um, But there's been a bit of controversy. So the tickets went on sale on Thursday and the website was so slow. I'm not even joking. I was stuck in the queue for like a couple of hours and it was just, <laughs> it kept crashing and it wanted me to refresh, but then it said, don't refresh because you'll start your thing again. Um, yeah. So there's a little of, you know, iffy moments then and we managed to get through and finally get one. But I got an email to say that they're freezing the ticket website because they've had issues with the, the ticket provider or the website or whatever. So they were starting the, the ticket sale back up again on Friday, 11.30. And when they started to sort it back up again, the tickets have gone up in price and they just yeah. kept going up in price throughout the day. And I was like, what the hell? That's like madness. I think... It's ridiculous. It's wrong as well. I don't understand how they do it. Um, I don't understand how you could think of doing it that way and, and being okay with it. I think it, it might reduce the amount of traffic on the website, but charging at one point like 200 quid for a ticket and then 20 minutes later charging 500 quid for the same ticket right, it's mad it's mad. Is disgusting um we got, we got ours for i think it was like 179 each yeah and the next day i saw like tiktoks and people were like buying tickets for the exactly same tickets but like 100 quid cheap 100 quid more expensive like mm. i don't know how they allowed they're allowed to just up the price that much is it just no it's, it's I, yeah i've no i've no idea i don't know their reasoning um it's just just you know it's wrong and it's just it, it's just so awful um yeah. 
can't I can't remember that. But uh, yeah, it, next one next one is Singapore, isn't it? Yeah, Singapore. I think um, <clears throat> I think I saw somewhere. I don't know. I can't say how true this is, but um, with the Red Bull are, are bringing a new floor piece to uh, to Singapore, and it's more durable than anyone else's, but also a lot lighter. Right. So the FIA put in a a a max weight that all the cars had to reach at the beginning of the season. Um, with, but with all the new safety regulations, getting to that weight, most teams have said is, is nigh on impossible. Um, and that the FAA was like, okay, but you need to get as close to that weight as possible. Um, so most of the teams have been quite a lot heavier than the, I don't know, I think, don't know how, a lot, how heavy it is. It might be like two, two, eight, nine kilos or something mm. like that. Um, something ridiculous, but um, most of them are like 20 kilos over that. But apparently, with this new design that Red Bull are bringing, they are going to be at that limit. Right. So they're going to be maybe 20, 20, 15 kilos lighter than everyone else. I don't know how true that is, but it was interesting. Um, apparently, they've, they've, they've created a new, uh, a new weave pattern in their um, carbon fibre that allows them to have less weight, have less, have less layers, apparently. Um, but the same amount of durability. Well, part, my initial thoughts was like flipping out how are Red Bull doing this over and over and over again? Like, how are they continuously improving the car that shouldn't already be improved because it's too it's too much of a cheat code anyway? Yeah. But does does more lightweight necessarily mean more pace? Is, I mean, is... normally, yeah. And like 15 to 20 kilos is a lot of weight. Yeah, I suppose so. Um, I think but with... in terms of like, it's, it's a lot less weight to move. So I think, I think, um, yeah, they should be quicker. Because I feel like, I don't, I might be wrong, but I feel like Mercedes had this problem because I thought that their car was quite light. So that's why they were having a lot of porpoising issues because their car was wanting to lift and then the ground effect was like bringing them back down again, which was causing this porpoising. So yeah. I don't know, I don't know, but that's why I just thought like it's lighter. Maybe, maybe we'll see more porpoising from the Red Bull that in, in Singapore. That maybe because their porpoising is not existent, mate. They're all like flat to the floor, like yeah, they're... exactly. So um, yeah, it, if it if it does work and there's no porpoising, they'll be and 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 this is true. Um, they'll be rapid. But yeah, they mate. That's that's mad. I didn't actually know that to be fair. Um. And also the F1 calendar was released today. I think it was. It, was, <laughs> it had some like asterisk, asterisks down the bottom, so like they're subject to change or something. But um, yeah. Monaco's back for another three years. Yeah, to 2025. So that's fun. I mean, I think Monaco, I don't mind Monaco being on there. I think because of because it's Monaco, where it is, the history and stuff, I think that's fine. Um, if you, if you, if there's no, there's no overtaking really, but um, it's not an exciting race to watch, but it's, it's an exciting qualifying to watch, yeah, qualifying. Um, but so I, I don't mind that being on there. Um, it's others like France, I don't, but that's a boring race, yeah, that's yeah, so I think France needs to be there, but um, yeah, and but I've seen that Spa has been added back in, right? But it's been, but it's not 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 that that's a bad thing. But it's on the same weekend as the twenty four hour spa mm. race. Yeah, don't know which everyone's got a bit like, why have they put that in that weekend? Yeah, unusual. <laughs> so um, change, it? it'll change. Yeah, probably. But um, yeah, a lot of people aren't happy with that. Now, this is the last bit of the podcast, and we're about to get teary boo because. Roger Federer retired, mate. I know. It's so sad. Yeah, I really wanted to see him. It was a bit out of the blue. I mean, he's not played in God knows how long. Um, but we never thought, I always thought he was going to come back for a bit. Um, and I really wanted to see him play another Wimbledon. Mm. So, it, yeah, very sad because he, he's 
hands down, probably. Obviously, he hasn't obviously got the most Grand Slams now, but he was so dominant for so long mm. and so easily the best player in the world for so long. Um, and his, his game was just beautiful to watch. Um, I have a single hand of backhand because of him. So, so, so many people play like him because he's him um, and have influenced their tennis because of him. Um, so, yeah, it's a very sad day for tennis, to be honest. Um, for the first of the first of the big ones to go. Yeah, hundred percent. And I and I agree, mate. Because I think I tweeted out like you probably agree as well. Like Roger Federer is one of those sort of sports people that you know he transcended a sport. Like like mm. you said, like people he became so much of an icon within his own sport that Pete like he just changed the game for everyone. Yeah. And he was one of those people that you could probably put in a category of one of the best sports people of all time. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. You know, with, you know, Serena is up there in her in mm. women's game, but she's up there in sports people of all time, like Michael Phelps, Tiger Woods, you know, Tom Brady. All these yeah. people you can probably class in that group. And there's very few that, few that you know, that dominate the sport that much and will, will jump into that super superstar status. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's forty. Well, how old is he? Like forty-one. Like he's old. He's getting on, but yeah, he's 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 he's, he's definitely gone on a bit. I mean, he, when he was still playing and he was kind of this age, he was still playing really well. Um, yeah, I, I can understand, but his his style of game doesn't really suit the style now. No. Um, but I mean, he 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 still found ways to win. He was so technical and just so good at placement. That it didn't matter that you weren't the fastest, um, and yeah, I, th- I just think that his his mindset and his mind of, of tennis was just so far above everyone else's mm. um, that he just, just carried him through. And uh, yeah, it's a sad day for tennis. Yeah, and I was talking to you when I was like saying that that era of tennis when you had sort of Federer probably at his peak or nearing the end of his peak, then you had Djokovic, Murray, Nadal. You know, that era of tennis where you were getting in a Grand Slam final, you were getting 100% a tar break in the fifth set. Like, there was no yeah. question about it. Like, it was going to go down to the wire. And I yeah, think... and, it's, and it's going to be one of those, or two of those four in it almost yeah, every time. Definitely. I think I think the stat was, I think a, f- a few years ago before um, kind of the, these new guys started winning, um, I think out of the last, like, 64 Grand Slams, I think it was only three of them weren't one of the, those four mm. out of 64 grand slams three of them were different and and it was like Vavrinka won one um i think Vavrinka won three in the end um in total um i think oh, what's his name del potro won mm. one uh and chilich that mm. those were the three and that, they were just random and and to be fair i think Chilich was, I think, the only one that won the Grand Slam against somebody that wasn't one of those four. Wow, Jesus. Um, I mean, Murray technically only won three Grand Slams, but he was in finals. Like, yeah. He got his, he got to five Australian Open finals. He got to, I think, what was it now four, three or four uh, Wimbledon finals. Got into the French Open final. Got into two or three or so. Like he was always there, but just didn't win them. Yeah. yeah. But um. Yeah, that you could definitely rely on those three. I think I was saying to you again, wasn't it? That um, the new world number one is uh, Alcaraz mm-hmm. with six thousand points, whereas Djokovic had sixteen thousand wow. points. Um, and that's because they won everything, and then and then were able to retain it the year after. Um, so, so they kept those. They, they they just kept those points. Um, so they always had fifteen thousand in, in the, the tens of thousands, and then everyone else was like, you couldn't get anywhere close. I think that's, I think that's one of the reasons why there's a lot of change in the number one at the moment. So in the last few months, there's probably been about three number one number ones because mm-hmm. um, Medvedev's been it, Djokovic has been it, uh, Alcaraz has been it. It's, it's it's been a bit topsy turvy, but I think it's gotten a bit more like the 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 women's ATP ranking, uh, WTA rankings. In terms of, um, there's a lot more different people win those tournaments. Um, there isn't the level at the moment. There's not the same dominance that 
there was with Serena Williams. Um, I mean, Sviatek's on her way to doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and like Ash Barty did, did it a, a, a bit. Um, but there's nobody's done it for like years, like mm-hmm. Serena, because Serena was number one for God knows how long. Um, and they just retain those points. So they just stayed there forever. Yeah. Um, but that, that's why there's a, always a kind of a, a, a different number one changes more regularly than the men's mm-hmm. or the, it did anyway. Yeah. Um, so I think is quite good. Um, it gives more opportunities to more players. Like it, it, a lot of them are becoming number, um, a lot higher rankings. You get to see a lot more different players. But um, oh, yeah. yeah. Individually, I don't know if you'll see the same dominance. No. Individually as well, you get to see, you know, players that didn't have a sniff now actually do have a sniff. Mm. So, um, yeah. And would you agree that that Federer is going to be our joint hero of the week? Would you agree? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, fair play, Federer. What an amazing career. And you can put your feet up now, lad. So, um, <laughs> Shocker, any shocker? I was just trying to think if I had a shocker. Um, I was just going to say Silverstone ticket situation for me. Because even though I was lucky enough to get one, um, many people had to pay way more than they should have done to be honest with you. True. And I don't understand how, you know, for a venue that can hold, what, 400,000 auto over across Mm. a weekend, you need to charge that much. Um, no, exactly. Your shocker can be um, America's home kit at the World Cup. Yes. That's yeah. My, my shocker of the week is that, that America home kit. Also, also a shocker for you as well. I don't know. I'm just about to dob Chelsea in here, but we've been um, trying to get this technical director, and he's going to be like insane. Like he's he's like signed Harland um, to RB yeah. Salzburg and all these you know kind of players and he's he's had connections to all these players and it was like even Fabrizio Romano was tweeting about it like Chelsea are in for him like we've yeah I saw that we've agreed it for him um he's come out today that he's just completely declined Chelsea and he's staying at staying at RB Leipzig or RB <laughs> so Sorry. Uh, yeah so yeah, yeah so that's a topic for you then well we're still in the hunt for a technical director so um Christoph Christoph Freund that was it and I think um seen a couple of tweets saying, well, that's um, Christoph Froren to, to Barcelona confirmed because every target that we've gone for yeah. into Barcelona. So, um, but yeah. Anyway, uh, that, that brings the end of the podcast. So cheers for listening, everyone, and um, enjoy the weekend of sport. And uh, we'll catch you again next time. So in a bit. Yeah, see you in a bit.